0: Get
1: together so they can try things. But hello and welcome to now try this the podcast for two best friends get together every week to try new things I'm yeah. Marcus that beautiful man over there is Nicholas. How are you doing?
2: Beautiful. I am beautiful. Thank you so much for noticing. I feel like we are just two, two middle-aged women about to go eat brunch and talk about sex. That's right. Today's episode is sex in the city. Marcus. I'm angry at you. (laughs) But before that, let's explain what the show is. We get together. We challenge each other. This was my week's challenge. I challenged Marcus to watch one of my favorite things, something that I loved. Last week, we did a fan challenge no yes we did we did a fan (laughs) challenge we did chucky go check that out for your god of death thank you so much for your your suggestion we are right now in a three-way tie on our patreon for what we're doing next month so we need all of you to rush over to Patreon.com/slash now try this cast and give us your opinion. And if you miss the boat, don't worry. Next month we're doing it again. That's yeah. right. Five dollars gets you to submit something, and just one
1: dollar means you can vote on what we do with the first Thursday of every month. Hell yes! And Nick, you know, for those listening out there wondering what yeah. we do with the money, uh-huh. it, honestly, we haven't we haven't made enough money. To recoup the cost of doing the podcast. But (laughs) here are some things we could do. Sometimes on an episode, we buy a haunted doll. Yes. (laughs) Like on the last episode. That's exactly what we did. And Nick, I have right here with me. The haunted. Oh my God! Doll. Do you have it? Yeah, I haven't opened oh it yet. Oh my goodness! I haven't. I'd it like opened to yet. think.
2: I'd like to think that some fans come in and out depending on what their favorite things are. Because I assume the people who wanted to listen to Chucky aren't coming for our Sex in the City <laughs> episode. But I'd like to think there's diehard triers that try everything every single week, and they are wanting, like me, to experience this haunted doll. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm slowly getting my coworkers into the show Like I have I've have several coworkers of mine now Who are like, oh, I listen to the That's episodes. dangerous I'm like, good, keep listening Good and Is there when anything you'd like ju- to say when- to them right now? Yeah, join the Patreon If When you join the <laughs> Patreon, you get your shout-out Until then, you get no shout-outs <laughs> Yeah, that's right okay. Guys, if you want
2: to do things like shout-out Or anything like that on the Patreon Let us know We're more than willing to change up our Patreon Do what you would like us to mm-hmm. do Grow it uh, We just need you guys to come on over
1: Yeah, come on over Come on over, baby. Are you ready? Do you want the doll now? Is that is, is yes, it all time? Okay, yes,
2: I want the doll. Show me the doll.
1: Here, the, the doll. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh you oh. haven't opened it? I haven't opened it at all. I just opened the box. Oh, my goodness, and I saw it was doll. Has but, your
2: has your hold on has your house felt
1: heavier <laughs> at all? Since I'm not gonna lie, receiving this doll. There's something spooky going on in the house. We really, we, I mean, look, we our apartment got listed on Zillow without us knowing. And so that's kind of fucked up, right? Oh, it might shit. be the haunted doll's fault. She wants out. So now we keep having real estate agents come to our house and our apartment and being like, hey, I'm here to show the apartment. And we're like, no, you're not. Wrong apartment. It's the one downstairs. And so, oh, yeah, shit. it's been a whole thing. Maybe that's the haunted doll. Oh, my goodness. Well, remind us, what is the haunted doll's name and story, Marcus? The haunted doll's name, Arlene. arlene i only remembered it because i sang the jolene song (laughs) to the tone (laughs) to arlene that's the only reason i remember okay arlene yes so when you open the package the first thing you see is white witch hunt a little a little oh that's the that's the vendor yeah the vendor is white Witch hunt trish so i'm assuming she hunts witches it says vintage antiques paranormal or just a little different and it comes with a picture of of who i'm assuming white witch hunt is with the stuffed raven on her hand it's very Ooh. creepy what, that what oh, oh my god
2: that looks like the kind of picture you send someone to slide into their dms
1: yeah maybe maybe she's just trying to have sex with everyone who buys a haunted doll all right Marcus. hold on and a handwritten note oh okay read the note what does it say the vial on her is rosemary to ward off evil,
2: she literally she okay. So she sent you this doll, yeah. And because it is evil, she tied rosemary to it before she sent it. Yes, me. I didn't even pay extra for it. Wow, what a good
1: buyer, guys! Free if you, rosemary. If you want it, here's a shout out to White Witch Hunt. If you want to go buy some haunted merch, White oh Witch my goodness. Hunt. Okay, okay, because I gotta see the doll. Open, 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 open. Okay, open one rubber band. Opening the other rubber band. Oh my goodness okay okay oh off the uh, wrap. Uh, it's like in this weird uh, oh my god she wrapping. wrapped it in like a
2: veil <gasps> she's
1: coming to marry you marcus Ugh. okay i'm gonna should i take off the rosemary yeah let's let's unwrap this bad boy
2: Yeah, let all the evil out, Marcus. Uh, Guys, if Marcus (laughs) does die from this doll, I do need a new co-host. So submit your submissions to the
1: Patreon. Oh, my God. Oh, she's cute. She looks like she would have sex in the city. (laughs) Oh, my God. Her eyes are demonic. I do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't believe in all the superstitious stuff, but like I'm a little spooked out. She has character. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa! No, 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 no. no. Put that away from me. Wait, what were you about to say? It looks like you changed your mind. What happened?
2: I don't know (laughs) why. Say to do it it. with that doll. Say I want another That is one of the Say scariest things I've Arlene. ever seen in my life. Oh my goodness. Marcus, yeah. What's, what's that hook for on your wall?
1: It's for Arlene. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, Arlene the realness of our show there you go wow. full circle i'm
1: gonna keep i'm um, not superstitious but i'm a little stitious so i'm gonna keep that rosemary on her.
2: you should leave the rosemary her. <laughs> but if something bad does happen you do need to take a off the rosemary just to see how far it'll go yeah right? sounds good sounds good for science for science i'm willing to do this thing guys if you want to be involved in more hijinks go ahead and join the patreon and if you don't have any money that is totally fine you could still be a fan of the show uh the best way to do that is to follow us on Twitch, support us at now try this cast everyone or if you have an iPhone, you can leave us an Apple's iTunes review just like branded queen did, five stars. Keep producing. So, you you guys are all over the place. For some strange reason, I really love the formatting of your episodes. I'm a podcaster myself, and I learned a few things from y'all. Keep it up and keep podcasting. Thanks so much, Brandon. You're you're welcome for the great show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Brandon. You are welcome. Good job, Brandon.
2: All right, Marcus, before we get to the Sex and City, have you been trying anything new? Anything you'd like to tell fans about? (sighs) I do. I was talking to you
1: about this a little bit before the episode. I've been playing a new game and it's called Inscription. It is not getting any attention. It is so weird. It is it is like the best game I've played in a very long time. It's the only thing I've ever heard. You're the only person I've ever heard mention it. It is it is a a card game, so I know it's not everyone's kind of deal, but it is so fucking fun. Be careful what you look up because there's spoilers and it is very easily spoiled. So, awesome it's sick it's such a great game and i am foreshadowing i'm giving it to nick eventually as a challenge so if you want to get ahead of that episode i suggest start now buy the game if you like if you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh, if you're a fan of magic the gathering buy the game and play that shit i will say polygon didn't say
2: it is a must play card game so
1: somebody else is on it Somebody awesome. else is on that. Thing. Yeah. Also, backseat gamer approval over here, too. It is so fun to watch. My girlfriend has been watching Ooh. it with me. She sits there playing with me and she loves it. And I don't think she's that, the type of person who likes card game. You got to watch me play a card game. <laughs> this is what you're
2: in for. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> but the story me, is fun, too. Cards. So
1: that's that's what gets you.
2: Uh, for those of you who don't know, I, uh, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! competitively. So I'm huge in card mm-hmm. games and I'm very mm-hmm. excited to try this game. Yep. Very, very excited. Now, Marcus without further ado without further ado we are doing sex in the city now i first thought i would give you the first season and then i realized that you didn't need to watch 10 episodes to understand what this show was. <laughs> i watched the first episode and i was like i already
1: have it uh, so I made what? you watch the first episode and one of my favorites, season three, episode 12. Yes, I need to know about before we get into more episodes, we're already talking about Sex and the City. We're doing better than we do on most episodes of this podcast. This is true. But what, what was it like? I, I guess we'll talk about it later, but I want to know what it was like watching the first episode again. And then what changed your mind about it that you were like, you know what? I'm not going to make Marcus watch the whole first season. Well, okay, so a little backstory. Sex in the City came out in
2: 1998. It is a show that follows a, that is based off of a sex column turned into a book. By Candace Bushnell. Hmm. She made a book called Sex in the City. They bought the rights. They made the show. Cool. And she had an altered ego called Carrie Broadshaw that she talked about her sexual exploits in the city. And that's what the show's based mm-hmm. off. Pretty simple, pretty simple premise. This show was one of those. Sh- so a lot of my adolescence, I didn't have cable, but my grandmother did. Oh. Did she have that legal? So from the ages, I don't know. (laughs) From the ages, (laughs) from the ages of like, I guess when this came out in when I was eight until probably when I was eleven or twelve, I spent every weekend with my grandmother. Now. At the time, I assumed it was because I loved her so much. She loved having me. In hindsight, I understand that my mother was a single parent, and she didn't want me on the weekends. But. <laughs> nonetheless. Same. Nonetheless. Same. <laughs> nonetheless, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. Loved it. But at night, she was asleep. And at night. I had the place to myself. And at night, when you stayed up past a certain time, in adolescence, it felt like 2 o'clock. It was probably like 11. (laughs) Skinamax, right? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Well, yeah. Sex in the City and Real Sex came on HBO. Yes. I've and I and I would stay up late to watch these shows. Uh-huh. Real Sex I probably only watched maybe 6 or 7 episodes. And that's just a show it's a documentary half hour hour show where they go like I remember one episode where there were these artists that used their penis to make different shapes. I watched that episode, yes. There was another artist. There was another episode where you follow these people who used to pretend to be horses.
1: You know, it was a whole show. I watched that episode. I I think I've watched every episode of that show. (laughs)
2: At least the same ones to me. There was a whole leather episode. Anyways, there was also Sex in the City. Mm -hmm. Now, at first, when I watched Sex in the City, it was for the sex. There's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of sex. I was a kid. I was growing up. I was like, oh. But then you started watching it for the city. But then eventually... Yes, eventually I started watching it for the city. Eventually I was captivated <laughs> by these people, but I caught it so sporadically that I never knew the whole conceit of the show. Then they started premiering the show on TBS or something. It was and like I on
1: CW or it was like on regular TV something. for a while. And I yeah. got a
2: couple random episodes then. But again, I, at that time, I didn't have cable and my grandmother had passed, so she didn't have cable. So again, I saw random episodes. So then in college, and I remember, it's when I had that apartment by myself on mm-hmm. cleveland
1: avenue yep very cold I apartment I
2: remember sitting in that bed that had no frame that i got from a hotel <laughs> i remember illegally downloading all of sex in the city and that must have been my junior year of college watching the entire thing and being obsessed with samantha charlotte oh my God. Miranda, i knew you
1: Harry. when you were doing that yeah we were
2: best friends we were of the time. Best friend. you didn't say anything to me i guess you must have i had I had nothing. I probably did, Marcus. I probably did. I probably just ignored it. And this show for me is another one of those shows where I just feel like I related to some of it more so than I did other shows. Same way that I felt like I related to like Gilmore Girls. And I think it had to do with growing up with my mother, my grandmother and my sister. Mm -hmm. Now, we didn't talk about sex growing up. But everything, all the plights that they had as I was growing up, I was specifically like uh, uh, aware of as they were happening. You know, my mother had a, a long string of male suitors my entire life. You know, and I watched her date and I watched a whole string of guys coming and going. Same for my sister. And and I I knew that there was something about this show, about this friendship of uh, between these women that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Even though I was not in the city, even though I was not having sex, even though I was not having any. There, I have almost no relation. Uh-huh. I think it's the same. But growing up, I was the kid who read Cosmo unironically. I've had subscriptions to that magazine throughout my life because reading about things from that vantage point, from that point of view, is something that sometimes I relate to more than the male gazy stuff. So I love this show. I love following these characters. And I watched it a little out of sync with like the rest of the world. But I can tell you. In '98, when the show came out, it was revolutionary. I agree. I, I agree. I, you I agree. remember, right? Yeah, I totally. Everyone remember. was talking about Everyone it.
1: Everyone was talking about it. It's like you're talking about sex on TV for the first time. It's yeah. just like a new thing. It's also from the perspective of women. It's not. Yeah. N- it's not perfect in the way that it's sort of portraying it, but it is sem- It is oh, more sex positive than anything we had seen before that,
2: really. Yeah, a show led with four females, and that was the whole mm-hmm. show about their friendship and about their relation to sex and men. Yeah. Un- unseen. right? Uh, completely. It made
1: household name out of the show and all these stars. Yeah. And there's a realness to it that's like, okay, we're going to really talk about what men it's are honest. like. And, uh, yeah. And uh, honesty that isn't usually in, in media. Totally. Totally. So
2: I know that every time I mention this show, you kind of chagrin like, oh, my God, Nick's talking about Sex and City again. But have 100%. you ever seen, heard, like what besides just hearing the inklings of the world
1: experiencing sex for the first time, what's your relationship to the show? I was watching the first episode and I was like, I've seen this before. I've watched this yeah. whole ass first episode before. <laughs> I could not tell you why. I feel it really like maybe you made me watch
2: it. <laughs> no.
1: You probably watched it as a kid. But I watched the whole first episode and I remember it. And I was like, ah. "But I, you're right. It might have been on one of those TV shows cause, or like on like TBS or something. Because I... Don't remember it having nudity. I was like, I remember this, but I don't remember nudity in this. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I probably ended up watching a random episode on that show. But yeah, no, it is. It is an interesting show. I knew nothing about it. I knew you were a fan. And I mean, we've been doing this podcast on and off for like three years. You've been like threatening me with this show For a long time. And I honestly, I don't even think it's over. I feel like I'm going to get the movie at some point (laughs) later. I didn't even
2: think of that. Well, you're not going to get the movie, but there's a reboot coming. Yeah. Not a reboot. More of the show. Mm -hmm. They are getting back together and making a 10-part miniseries on HBO right now that's going to come out next month which is kind of why I wanted you to yeah, watch it cuz if it's good, good I'm a why you watch that that's fair i ate hey, and i'm willing to do it i'm willing to do it So <laughs> honestly yeah. i gave it to you cuz i was just so sure about our place of the podcast cuz you're doing so well right now i was like he's not going to leave <laughs> i
1: i i can give it to him i can safely give it to him he's not going nowhere but but i that's all i knew about the show i just knew that it was a sex positive show starring these four women that's it i they were going around having sex
2: yeah and that's pretty much what the show is that's why that's why i watched the first episode i was like oh I don't need to make makers watch the whole first season because the whole first season is the show is a little formulaic, not to a fault. I think it's a strength of the show. The strength of the show is these four girls keep getting together for lunch and brunch Mm -hmm. and whatever, talking about their experiences, and it cuts to their lives, living out those experiences. That's the whole show. For the most part, until like you saw in a later episode, things happen in the show. People get married. Things happen. But it still is this viewpoint of an A, an A, an A, and an A storyline, because all four girls kind of going about there. It
1: it feels like from the two episodes that I've watched, it feels like Friends. It feels like a sitcom. It feels very formulaic, like you said. But that's but with titties. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they and a Dick. little
2: bit of the prestige of HBO. Like there's a little bit of like prestige. Yes, but it does. A little bit. It does it's feel
1: a like that stuff in the writing. I would say that it feels very like early 2000 sitcom. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't disagree. I think it's definitely close to that. So
2: yeah, like if I had made you watch the first 10 episodes, you, you would have liked them. Well, if you had liked the first episode, you would have liked them just as much. Uh, they do take away some of the things that aren't great in the pilot. Yeah. So maybe that's why it would have been a good reason to make it. But it would just would have been more hijinks, more hijinks, mm-hmm. more hijinks. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I wanted you to take away from the show was like the feel of the show, the friendships. And like so we could talk about like who these people are and what they do. So which is why I give you a later episode. That's yeah.
1: Why? I was like, you don't have to watch. I'm later. glad you did, because the later episode had Agent Coulson in it, which was pretty cool. And it had uh-huh. Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks. I was so excited. Uh-huh.
2: I very specifically wanted you to watch want to watch a comic McLaughlin episode so you can never look at him the same. Ever I love
1: again. him. No, I love him all the time. I will look at him and be like, I love him. This man can do no wrong.
2: Oh, I just assume now every
1: time you look at him, you're going
2: to think about his like his little, little non-working penis.
1: Now, you know what? He look, he's impotent, but they have pills for that. And my boy, Kamala fucks like no matter what role he's in, he fucks. That's it. Can I even, be honest? even if his dick doesn't he does work, it in
2: this show he fucks. He does it in the show. I think it's because of the era; they don't deal with like medication.
1: That was weird. It's not like that's not the route. We'll that to we'll happened today? To it. We're gonna talk. Right. We're gonna oh, talk sure. about everything. Why not? Why yeah, not okay. just we'll talk about, it. about whatever? Yes, so, it's fine. so in this episode, in the second episode, you had me watch. Yeah. He, Charlotte is gonna marry Kyle McLaughlin's character. Don't ask, don't tell. And he, she's like, "Oh, we haven't." She reveals they've never had sex, and that she was they've waiting wait- till she's marriage. Waiting. Not which is cute. What do you think about that? Not permanently waiting to marriage, just for him waiting till marriage. I think that's the dumbest thing you could ever do. I think that <laughs> is a very, very bad idea. I think sexual compatibility and chemistry is very important in a relationship. It's not the most important thing, but it is up there. Well, all the girls agree with you, right? Yeah. As they're talking
2: and she reveals that she hasn't done it with with Trey. They're all like, you're not going to test drive
1: the car before you buy it? I agree you got you gotta you gotta see what it's I, like and you honestly you have to do it a few times you gotta you gotta do it a few times before you decide because yeah. it's different sometimes i agree
2: and i think it's funny i i don't think i would i agree with you mm-hmm. but i will say that if i was to go through life and then i met a charlotte And she was like, "I we both had a lot of sex with people and I wanted to wait till marriage. I don't think the the romantic in me would be like, okay. And it would probably be the worst choice.
1: I believe it would be the worst
2: choice. My life would be ruined.
1: A hundred percent. But I would be like, okay. I just feel like there is a lot of bad sex to be had out there. And that if you don't know what you're going into, especially before marriage, like that's crazy. You know, like yeah, you can get better at sex over time for sure but it's just one of those things that sometimes there's just a compatibility thing you know like she experiences Agreed. in this episode yeah and so the episode keeps going
2: and she uh gets drunk on our bachelorette party in a very innocent way mm-hmm. she's she's very cute about it she's like i'm drunk and it's like i i'm done waiting her friends got to her a little bit and yeah she's like she's like i, I want right. this now let's have and sex she goes she surprises trey and it cuts to immediately them laying in bed with her having a face like I don't understand what just happened. And Shrey has a face like, oh, here we go again.
1: <laughs> yep. yep. He's like, ah, like yes. Only Kyle
2: McLaughlin can give. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, yes. ah, yes.
1: I can't get it up. I am sorry.
2: And she's like, that's okay. Does this happen a lot? He's like, yeah. From time to time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something that like, should have been talked about. And I like that yeah. the show did that. I'm going to give, I'm going to give the show props because I'm also going to talk shit about the show. There's so much things to talk shit about. 100%. But I do want to give it props because the idea of, like, the importance of these conversations is really good. And that's not something you see on TV all the time. Like, I know that we are a lot more sex positive overall but these conversations aren't normally happening organically all the time. You know, I
2: mean, even looking back, this thing still isn't quite happening on like TV or in yeah. normal circumstances.
1: It's not quite all the way that it should be. Yeah. You know? On, on TV as popular as sex in the city was, it definitely, I feel like it's not happening. I feel like there's a lot of good shows about sex and about youth and stuff like that. that I think are out there. It's happening. It's yeah. happening now. Yeah. But and yeah. my,
2: my favorite part about it though, is as they're laying there and he's trying to explain what happened and she's trying to understand. And he's like, yeah, and of course, this doesn't do it for me all that much, but that's why I love you. Sex isn't that important to you yeah. either, which means she never said out loud, I sex like is sex. important to me, <laughs> but I want to wait so show it's special. Mm-hmm. She
1: just didn't have sex with him. Yep. And he assumed he was like, Great, it wasn't cool, awesome. Important. Let's go. I don't like sex either. Yeah, it's sure. perfect for me. Yep. It sucks. And yep. then, but then, like, it keeps coming up. She tells her friends about it in confidence, and her friend kind of lies to her. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe it's just a one time thing. Well, whatever. No, no, no,
2: no. Hold on. Hold on. You are downplaying that scene. She doesn't tell her friends. She tells her friend. She tells one at friend the the Bradshaw. At, at the, the wedding. At the wedding. Right when the three of the bridesmaids go, and right when Carrie is about to go, Charlotte's like, Shh, come here, come here and everyone's like why isn't the fourth person walking and she explains what happened yes and in that moment the voiceover of carrie comes on and she said and this is the moment when you lie to your friend and she said it's gonna totally be okay
1: yeah that sucks but and she gets married it's one of those things where the, in that moment they're like oh it's totally gonna be okay and then later on she talks to her again after their honeymoon and she's like yes the, like sex didn't happen was that the next episode? It just kind of autoplayed Did you watch the next episode. No, it just kind of autoplayed and I didn't want to get up. So I, I think I watched some of the next episode. But she comes back from her honeymoon in the next episode and she talks to her about it. And she's like, it still didn't happen. We still didn't have sex. He couldn't get up. So we ended up playing golf instead. And it's like at any of those points, at any of those points, you could have said, hey, why not try Viagra or why not try one of the medicines out there for erectile dysfunction it's right before the time that they hit hard on like tv infomercials yeah like all those old yeah. people commercials come on real sex yeah, and then you get an old uh, a fire commercial like that's right
2: well now now you know that ed is like i forget the statistics but it's like 30 percent, 40 percent. it's mm-hmm. like a very common thing and it's no big yeah. deal but back then it was like you're old you're not a man yeah you're like that's true not good enough if you can't yeah. get it up marcus hold on but i can't get over this fact of you watched more sex in the city than you had to i did
1: i also watched <laughs> i i also watched the second episode you watched more <laughs> than i did which i will talk about because that episode's fucked up and problematic
2: i love it let's go let's go back let's work our way back Mm -hmm. to the very beginning of the show though because i think yeah i think it's really interesting because the pilot it's really interesting sarah michelle sarah jessica parker filmed this and she hated it she didn't like it she offered hbo three free movies to make so they wouldn't release it but then she talked with the showrunner. Yeah. They worked it out. and They said, have faith. And then she said she also had a lot to do with changing it up. So in the That's first good. episode, everybody talks to camera the whole time. Mm-hmm. Eventually, if you notice in the third season, the yeah. only one, nobody's talking to camera and it's only Carrie's voiceover. Yep. The show went through its growing pains to get where it is. And I'm sure you that can tell sense. how much cleaner yeah. and tighter and better written. The, that episode and was like, much, more of a, a much tone. better episode than the pilot. Of just television. Yeah, the mm-hmm. pilot's not great. But yep. I think the pilot does succeed. Succeed at getting across what the show's going to be about. And that's New York City and sex.
1: That is all the first episode did. Because I feel like the first episode is kind of problematic in some ways. And it, oh, just, so much. it just was... Uh, it was like we are we are women it's like they had a pilot but not even like a script and they're like just improv the whole thing yeah it's <laughs> like yeah. we are women we're going to have sex and we live in the city and you're like yeah yep that's the title okay cool oh cool it's very
2: funny yeah great even in their first conversation when you meet our four main characters and they're talking and it's miranda's birthday party they're talking very like trying to be Sorkin-y but they're not there yet you know, I think they get yeah. good with their banter, but the banter's not there at the very beginning. But yeah. the premise of the conversation is Samantha describes and says, Listen, I think that I want to have sex like a man. And everyone takes that note and goes and tries to have sex like a man.
1: Yeah, which is just I feel like now we're kind of we've gotten better we've about this. that sort of like phrasing this. and terminology and, and, and how problematic that sort of mentality could be. Yeah, because that still puts the
2: that's still the kind of that's still like a backwards anti-feminism right Mm because it's like no don't have sex like a man have sex like yourself and do what you want yes it's like it's still the 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 premise still asserts the 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 their fact as being man is superior let's be like men
1: yes a (laughs) hundred percent you That's know. exactly right. It is feminine feminism through the eyes of men and through the superiority of men yes. and you're like, "Okay, I guess that is one way of looking at it." Ugh. Yeah. Ugh.
2: But the thing is, I think the show I think the show the reason why I think it still stands up, and you've watched more, so you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think the reason is, whilst it has all these problematic things, and the show does not do good in the trans community, does not do good in the gay community, mm-hmm. it, it messes up all over the place. It is a very white show. Uh-huh. It messes up all over the place. But when it comes to some things, like this statement of having sex like a man. At least the show, even in this episode, is trying to wrestle with that fact in and of itself, right? So, like, in this episode, Carrie thinks, huh, Samantha might be onto something. And she goes have sex like a man, uh, as I air quote, with this random guy. Samantha. And then, no, 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 Carrie does with her, like, old, uh, old fling. And then when the old fling was like, wow, you had sex like a man. That's great. Let's keep doing that. She was like, wow, I don't want this at all. So at least it's trying to, like, grapple with some of these fallacies Maybe, in some kind of way. But even then, like it, can it be knows seen that something through,
1: like, oh, yes, she couldn't yeah. handle it because she's a woman still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it takes a man to handle just having sex with a random person. And it's, like, almost like she had to not like it in order to not be vilified right because sure. in the same episode Samantha goes up to Mr. Big and is like flirting with him and trying to sleep with him and he's like no I don't want you because you're too like loose basically and then he's like I yeah. must go with Carrie and mm-hmm. she's sort of like the skis ball that Miranda what's the other guy Mar- Miranda Charlotte no the, the, Miranda. The, the, she wants the Miranda. short hair Go. is like Cynthia Nixon Miranda. or Charlotte someone someone is Charlotte. Charlotte Charlotte's on a date with this art guy he's like come to my house I'm going to oh, show yeah. you art Yes. And then he's like a skis ball. He's like, hey, look, no disrespect, but I need to get late tonight and you didn't do it. So I'm going to go back to the bar. So it was go- so
2: fucking uh, it was so ridiculous because they had a great day. Yeah. She went up for a drink, looked at a czar. He started kissing her, and it seemed like it was perfect. And Charlotte's whole conceit in this episode is like, Samantha's wrong. I'm gonna do it like I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the show, and then, and then he calls her a cab. It's very sweet. And then there's just this moment where he goes like, ah, "Scoot over!" Uh, and yeah. he gets in the car, <laughs> yeah. and he says an address, and she's like, "The nightclub." And he's like, "Oh yeah." And she's like. Why do you have to go to the nightclub? And he's like, listen, you're great, but I, I'm really horny. I got to have sex tonight.
1: And that's like the end of the conversation. Yeah. And then he goes and he has sex with Samantha, who was just rejected by Mr. Big. And then like yeah. he's she gets to she sleeps with the skis ball. And it's it's just like something about that message and that transaction still yeah. puts Samantha in a negative light for just sleeping with someone and it puts the ones who were sort of like more hesitant about it in a better light. And they're the heroes of the episode, which I don't think was good. Agreed. I agreed. I think the,
2: the, the purview of this show doesn't always age well, but I think, but I, I think it's still interesting to watch now. I don't think it's one of those shows that you like is unwatchable, right? There are shows that are so problematic yeah. and so bad well, that, that you like you can't you can't even watch them.
1: There I, are that and first I, episode I, isn't that think, bad. It is bad, but I think that it is Well, you'll have to remind me what the second one is if the it's second that. Second episode is egregious.
2: <laughs> oh, please go through it
1: okay we'll go back to the first episode maybe if there's more stuff but i'll talk about the second no, episode I don't, a little think, bit. I
2: don't think that i mean there is but not really the fine. second there episode
1: nick uh-huh. is it it starts off and carrie is talking to her friend about right. art and he's like ah yes okay. i'm an artist in the city she's like oh he's one of these people who just managed to like have an apartment and do and succeed in life while being an artist and no one really knows what he does but he barely he scrapes by And he's like, but I have something to show you, my real art project. And he takes her to another room full of TVs (laughs) and he puts on sex tapes that he's recorded. And she asks, hey, do these women know they were recorded? And he says, no, probably not. Which is fucked up. And they just sit there watching this as if it isn't a violation at all. And Carrie's like, oh, it's getting hot in here. And it's like, what the fuck? Fuck! It's that's disgusting. Also, what kind of asshole guy shows up and he's just like, "Hey, let's watch my fucking sex tapes." You don't do that,
2: Marcus. I it's it's funny. I feel like I feel like I feel like this show is definitely shocking. Do you think it could shock you more? I'm assuming. (laughs) Well, we're gonna find out. We're on the clip. (laughs) Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia Now trivia, now trivia
1: now, and we're back oh my god that's not nick hello nope. hi how are you How's doing going? i haven't talked to you in a minute i know how are you are you playing game show host or is nick is nick mm-hmm. coming back with like a secret outfit
0: nope i'm here just for you
1: nice i am re- I like how your hair matches nick's lights
0: thank you i also like that he's so tall that i cannot be i in didn't the frame, realize the height
1: difference between you guys. <laughs> It's comedic. You say that
0: every time you see us, though. Okay. So, are you ready for the game?
1: I am so ready for the game.
0: Okay. It's called Spoilers, Sex in the City Edition. Oh,
1: God. I knew this game was coming.
0: <laughs> I know you should have. Done. So, apparently you guys played this for Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy.
1: Uh-huh. We're going to
0: play it for this. So I'm going to tell you different scenarios and you're going to tell me whether or not you think they're real or they're fake.
1: Okay. Got it.
0: All right. So the first one goes, Samantha actually has a real boyfriend for a long stretch of the show's end. This boyfriend eventually goes on to be a movie star, but his reputation changes and he can't book any more gigs because everyone thinks he's gay. And Nick wants me to tell you that it was the 2000s. So, you know, we know that's problematic. So to change the audience's perception of him, Samantha helps him make a sex tape that he of course co-stars in or that she co-stars in
1: that sounds so real because of the times where that was like the big sex tape leak right like we had paris mm-hmm. hilton sex tape we had mm-hmm. pamela anderson sex tape we had other sex tapes i'm sure
0: yeah you're right it is real yeah also <laughs> i've now binged three seasons of this since you guys started watching this wait what it's only been like a week I- <laughs> I had a lot of time this weekend, but now that you've reminded me that she goes after the model in episode two, I'm like, wow, she does a lot of sex tapes in this show. She does a lot of sex tapes. Well, in the the second episode,
1: shout out to Darren in the chat. In the second episode, he apparently doesn't record her because he only records models.
0: Yeah, but then she convinces him to. Does she really? Yeah, she does. And she's like, no, 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 no. But like, don't you want to watch this with me? And he's like, yeah, okay, And then they do.
1: Wow, that's Mm -hmm, fucked mm -hmm. up. She
0: has multiple sex tapes. I can't
1: believe you watched this whole thing. (laughs)
0: I've watched it on it. I was nostalgic for it. Um, Okay, next one. Okay. Charlotte spends a lot of the show looking for her husband and halfway through the show, she thinks she's done it. And the chef and with a chef, no less. Turns out right before the wedding day, she finds out he has not one secret family, not two, but three secret families. He explains this away by stating he just wants familial ties in each city he opens a restaurant in, real or fake?
1: That's hilarious. I'm going to say fake because that sounds funny. And I, I, I do trust that the show is funny, but I don't know about that. For Charlotte. I feel bad for her if she keeps getting married or finding husbands who suck. So I'm going to say it's fake because I hope it's not real. It's fake. Yeah. It's
0: fake. fake. She just gets the AD husband. That's a problem with Nick.
1: He's a better writer than uh, people of Sex and City.
0: This show was revolutionary when it came out talking about sex. But one moment was so culturally relevant that it stunned the nation. After Charlotte canceled plans with her friends to have a night alone with her rabbit, sales for the toy skyrocketed.
1: I believe that. That sounds right. Also, I feel like uh, people of the time were very like sexually repressed. So it would make <laughs> sense for the show to be like, oh my God, you could do that? Like uh, like when the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey came out and everyone's like, oh my mm-hmm. God, you could do that? And it, yes, yeah. yes. I'm gonna say it's true. This is, this
0: is real. Yeah. Also, Nick didn't remember anything about this. I told him this and I was like, I remember this so much. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. True fact. It's on bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as we all know, Sometimes a baby's umbilical cord takes a little time to fall off. Miranda eventually becomes pregnant on the show and experiences this joy. Unfortunately, being a completely being completely unprepared for this to happen, she's even more taken aback when the cat takes the umbilical cord to eat it. Real or fake? Which one's Miranda? The short hair.
1: Okay, Miranda. She gets pregnant mm-hmm. on the show. Why does she get pregnant on the show? I'm gonna say that's fake. Okay, why? Uh because it sounds it sounds like a plausible scenario, but I don't know if Miranda would get pregnant on the show.
0: It's real. She does. Wow.
1: She does? She she does? Yeah. Does it end well?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I will say he's my favorite of all the men.
1: Who is he played by?
0: You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> that's it. That's a nick question. I have no idea. He cheats on her? In the movie. I didn't watch the movie. I only watched the series. You
1: need to watch the movies, apparently. Ironically,
0: when I was also a junior in college. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Carrie, the star of our show, has many relationships on the show, but none live in more infamy infamy, than when she dates the real-life Matthew McConaughey on the show, played by none other than Matthew McConaughey. It wouldn't last long, mostly due to scheduling, so they fake unceremoniously write out this character by saying he's not good at sex.
1: I feel like... That's fake. But I'm going to go with real because they were Darren just told me they were in a movie together and it was like a Matthew McConaughey vehicle. So maybe, hopefully, he was like, you know what? I'll do you solid and I'll be in your show. So I'm going to say real.
0: It is very fake.
1: Yeah, it's fake. I will
0: say, though, a lot of men get written off just by like they're bad at sex and then they never show up again. I mean,
1: honestly, if you got to pick a reason to not date a man again, bad at sex is a good one. It's a very valid Valid. one.
0: Mm -hmm. Samantha has a lot of sex on the show, a lot. And of course, all that fun time results in an unideal circumstance. Samantha, quote unquote, loses her orgasm. Despite desperate to find exactly where it is, she recruits the help of a wrestling coach from (laughs) NYU. And she is so intent on getting it back that they try a 1,001 positions. She does eventually get it back. Thank God.
1: That sounds funny. So I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Yeah. It's a very good episode. I highly <laughs> nice. recommend.
0: We should have given you that one. <laughs> Branda, being a lawyer on the show doesn't actually do that much lawyering that we see on screen. Anyways. That makes sense. In fact, the only time we ever see her in a courtroom is when she's defending Donald Trump from a defamation case. This obviously does not age well.
1: I'm I they did mention Donald Trump in the first episode I'm gonna say that this is fake it is fake yeah Donald Trump
0: is in a lot of episodes though yes I'd say like three or four I believe that but I feel like somewhere in the background
1: he's this show is very New York City it is like it is painfully New York City And so I feel like having Donald Trump in the show, they wouldn't want to ruin their reputation Mm -hmm. with that like New York City aesthetic by having him be in court, having to defend himself.
0: Yeah, I agree. Carrie dates many men on the show and one for a solid half season is a fellow writer. Although the writing might have been on the wall, when it was obvious Carrie's writing was on the way up and his was on the way down, no one can really explain what happens next. Out of nowhere, he breaks up with her on a post-it. That's right, a post-it. And it reads, I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate me.
1: I'm going to say fake.
0: This is real. Wow. And it's like, I think it was like the I'm early. Office space. The guy from Office Space.
1: Which guy? The main character?
0: The main character. Yeah.
1: Oh, OK. That's yeah. cool.
0: I feel like this was also like a 2000s meme before there were like mm-hmm. memes. Like yeah. that picture of that post-it was everywhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. OK. All right. Two
1: more. Two more. I hope
0: someone kept track. I didn't keep track of you. So points. if
1: I win the game.
0: <laughs> I think he got two wrong.
1: Okay, Lexi, hear me out. If I win okay, the game, the mm-hmm. I get to mail you the haunted doll.
0: I don't want the haunted doll. If I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that because sounds like Nick you will want the game. make me keep it.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to keep it. <laughs> What's the other option?
1: <laughs> the other option
0: is... I don't know. I'll think about it. Okay. You have two You have two more rounds to think okay. about it. Okay. Okay. Carrie once ate out at a fancy place with a date. When they went back to her apartment to have a nightcap, she hadn't realized the dessert had tree nuts. Lucky for her, she didn't show any symptoms before they went to bed. Unlucky for her, when her date woke up, to a full, high-faced carry. He went screaming out of the place, saying he had slept with a monster. Real fake?
1: That sounds real, because it sounds kind of like shitty in the way that the show would be shitty. Like, oh no, you're <laughs> a human being? Oh, gross! <laughs> so I'm going to say it's real. It is fake. Nice. It nice. is fake.
0: And when I read it, I asked Nick, I was like, oh, did you just imagine that happened to me one time? He was like, no, I don't know where that idea came from. <laughs> but not true. Not even was based in real life. <laughs> not even based in real life. Okay, last one. Okay. Charlotte, who is no longer married to Trey, meets a Jewish man named Harry. Although seeming to be polar opposites, they fall in love. The only problem is he will only marry a Jewish woman. Even though it's unsure whether or not they'll even get married, Charlotte goes all out and becomes Jewish in the hopes they will live happily ever after. Sounds, Spoiler alert, they do.
1: That sounds like... Wait, they do?
0: That was the end of what Nick wrote. But okay. you have to tell me if it's real. I'm gonna or fake. say
1: true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah and it's only tracks for Charlotte. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does
0: track for yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. She
1: does seem like that type. I I am I am sad it doesn't work out with Kyle McLaughlin.
0: Why doesn't it work out with Trey? I haven't made it that far yet. Because he can't get it up. I know he can't get it up, but doesn't like more contribute to it?
2: I think he can't deal with the fact that he can't get it up and he leaves and she's like I was trying to work on this.
0: Um, oh. That makes sense. Okay.
2: Dick and a small
0: manhood.
1: <laughs>
0: Trademark that.
1: Well, thank you, Lexi. Is that all the You're questions? You're very welcome. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. Share my it.
0: thoughts on the show. Yeah, share your thoughts on the
1: show. What's, what are your thoughts of the show? You watch more than I have.
0: <laughs> uh, I really like this show for what it is. Mm-hmm. I also... Watched it as a junior when I also wasn't having a lot of sex. And I remember thinking when I moved back to the city, is this what my life is going to be like? And then I moved back to the city. and My life was nothing like that. (laughs) And then when I I think the reason I started binge watching it again, because I was like watching this as an adult Mm -hmm. is completely different. It's really different. I was like, these are the conversations I have with my friends at brunch. Like, this is what we talk about. Yeah. Just in a way more, you know, less problematic way.
1: Yeah. And so. it's really fun to watch now it's interesting because i feel like now i mean i guess now that i am an adult who has dated people it's like something like this is so so much more relatable you see these conversations Mm -hmm. happening like i know that a lot of women just spend a lot of time complaining about going having to go on dates and the men that they date and yeah It sucks ass and it's very hard and there isn't a lot of media out there that's portraying how difficult it is to date. And especially in the city, which is just like a whole nother ballgame.
0: Whole other Mm ballgame. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes that I tried to convince Nick to give to you as an add-on, and he was like, no, I can't give them anymore. Actually, Miranda like throws a fit one day at brunch because all they do is talk about men and sex. And she's like, we're cultured women. We all have careers. We're intelligent. Like, Can we talk about absolutely anything else? And they just go dead silent. And the show is just silent for two minutes. And then Charlotte starts complaining again, and Miranda walks off and leaves brunch. And I turned to Nick, and I was like, this has happened to me and my friends, like someone has <laughs> lost their mind and' been like, "Can we stop talking about this?" And we're like, "No, this is like the only fun thing to talk about right now.
1: I get that, I get that, but
0: you know, we're not you guys. Well, I appreciate them, that Indian many things,
1: yeah, we kind of just talk about that, and it's like, let's talk about real life for a second, and then it's like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. no, let's go back to Dungeons and dragons, please. It's similar. it's different. This is what the yeah. virgins talk about,
0: not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> 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 all righty well okay i'm gonna give this back to nick
1: thank you so much for joining us i appreciate your input
0: you're welcome Bye.
1: <laughs> we are waiting for nick to come back we are waiting for nick to come back hey there oh you my are. goodness Woo! i am back you're back marcus how'd you do i did pretty good i think i got like two or three wrong
2: mm, i didn't hear so let's do it again from the top no! samantha actually has oh a real boyfriend true <laughs> thank you so much for lexi for jumping in i that's thought good. maybe a different perspective for just a second would be i nice. liked it uh,
1: That's that's a good idea nick yeah the episode two is problematic back to the show episode two is problematic as fuck yeah it was hard to yeah. watch they started talking about the men as like from the men who only date models and how easy it is for them to date oh, models sure. because I feel like that was a big trope for a while, right? Like that. I guess so. I don't know. I was like, I don't know anybody who's only dates models. I don't know anyone personally, but it was
2: like a, it it could be a real life thing. I feel like I saw, I don't know. I watched a lot of Sex and City. Maybe I only think so because of the show, but I think I, I feel like I remember at least the meme of
1: like some guys only date supermodels i like I, I don't i don't think that's a thing necessarily anymore but at the time i'm sure I tell you maybe what. it was i worked near wall street uh-huh it might be true marcus a lot of those guys might be true maybe maybe nick outside of the show you are a person are you- who has had sex and lived in the city oh yes are, is there any without, well, sort I'm, not gonna, of. I'm not gonna get you into trouble <laughs> is there anything that's sort of like relatable about the show that you've been like in in 20 in 2020 whatever year that you find is like you know what that is that kind of holds up that's still true today
2: honestly marcus i feel like uh you have a you're gonna have a way more interesting answer than i am gonna have to this question Mm because the answer is no i feel like actually if you (sighs) take Listen, I will say very openly, Mm -hmm. I have dated a good chunk in the city, and most of it has not ended in sex. The circumstance for some of the dating does feel like this sometimes. It's kind of like this, like, everyone is living their whole entire own lives, and everyone's so busy, and it feels like you're trying to, like, catch someone as they're, like, running that way, and you're running this way, and it's, like, hard to, like find commonality and common ground and it almost feels like while it's not speed dating like Miranda does in that second episode we watched sometimes it feels like speed dating where it's like especially mm-hmm.
1: with the apps nowadays where you have to, like... You have to get in there, and you have to impress. Get in there. Yes. It, it is like speed dating in that sense, 100%. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. such a high... and, But
2: not on just them. I don't want to put the impetus on women uh, or any significant others. Of It's also on me. I feel like... Show me something, because it's like there's so many people. Oh, yeah, like, for I feel sure. Like, yeah, too. I feel
1: like it goes it both goes ways. It goes both totally. ways. But also, it's yeah. just like... It, it there is a lot of pressure on everyone to kind of be the funniest, most impressive person. And then I imagine it's gotten even worse now that like social media is so prevalent. You can just see yeah. everyone's like fuck ups and be like, Oh no, like, am I one of those guys? I got to you go straight to their LinkedIn and see how much they make. Yeah. But you know what you got to do? What's that? Take that information and learn from it. If you see that everyone's complaining about you men holding fish, Fucking take down the picture. Hold something else. This is <laughs> Grow true. Grow and adapt. And that's what you have to do as men to keep dating in the world. I took down all my tiger
2: pictures and that's how I snagged Lexi. Hell yeah. What tiger pictures? What are you about you? About? Do you find it some? Um, I mean... Here's the thing. I am a transplant to New York City. I would. I still don't consider myself a New Yorker by any mm-hmm. means, but I've been in and around the city a long time where I consider it home, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's the most home I've ever felt anyway. This is your home. You have been here your entire life. Mm -hmm. You did grow up in the city in the 90s and in the 2000s into your adulthood. What do you think about the prevalence of how the real world is, how the real city is and how this show portrays it?
1: I think for me, if this the portrayal of the city is very real, like it feels like that old New York like that like that older generation new york city where it's like you see the upper crust and it's like oh those are the in people those are the people that you have to get in with to like be a part of society and it's just so strange to me that you still see that today and it's just like this old school kind of like old new york like there's a lot of new york that's new and hip and cool and like like a, a bar that's also a laundromat, like some shit like that. And you're like, fuck, yeah, only in New York. But then you have so much like old, crusty New Yorkers. Did you see that?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? Did you hit it?
1: <laughs> no, the doll moved. I didn't hit it.
2: <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't even move like down. It moved like at a degree oh no marcus you have to give arlene more attention during the show oh,
1: i'm so sorry arlene i'm so sorry that was terrifying
2: marcus you just touched it
1: you are cursed <laughs> oh,
2: oh my goodness ask arlene what she thinks of sex in the city arlene, ask her what ask do you her. think of
1: sex in the city she says it's great she loves it oh my goodness oh goodness. no but there's goodness. a there's a crustiness to some of new york especially manhattan yeah. like Areas mm-hmm. that it's just like uh, it's it's hard to, it's hard to it's cringy to watch because it's so true and relatable sometimes. That's so, that's so wild. I've met Sarah Jessica Parker in person and Matthew Broderick at my old job, and like they seem like New York City royalty. It is like they show up and they're like, "Oh yes, I'm here. Please open the doors for me. Thank you very much." And it's just like Ugh. I did not like it very yeah. small I mean, short anecdote about Sarah Jessica Parker. Sure. Parker. She was at a show. I don't have any. She was at a show that uh we were doing in our theater and the president of or the president of our company came because obviously you come when there's celebrities coming to you stuff. And she they were talking together and on Sarah, 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 Sarah Jessica Parker's way out and Matthew Broderick's way out the president of my company said "Good luck with the divorce." Like she shouted "Good luck" with the divorce down the hallway and waved happily and i was freaking the fuck out because I was like, "How do you say that? These are famous people. You can't just say stuff like that." They're
2: also real people. What are all a thing to real a people? Real she,
1: uh, if she was actually going through, was she going to divorce at the time? No, she wasn't. There was a show called "The Divorce" that she was working on. I found that out oh. later. But I was so, f- <laughs> my right. face turned red. I was staring, standing there, staring at this couple, being like, "Oh no, they're getting divorced, and I know this information, and I should." this (laughs) and i got really stressed out
2: and you went on the reddit threads like guys i have to share this with sarah (laughs) jessica parker mather brought her getting divorced but it was fun it was fun that's wild i -hmm. feel like this this persona of the manhattanite of sarah jessica parker wearing like a weird outfit and a small purse with a cigarette in her hand hailing a cab is so iconic. Yeah. Like, I feel like anytime anyone wants to invoke New York City, they invoke those images. And mm-hmm. I, I never knew if they came from the show if they were real, but it sounds like that's kind of like how the city was.
1: Yeah. it sounds. I mean, it seems, as someone who grew up in New York City, it seems very true to New York City. I, a lot of shows pretend they're from the city and actually be, like, in Toronto or something like that. You know what I mean? Or not capture yeah. the essence of what New York City is. And I feel like the show does that. It's white New York City that it's capturing. And I do want to fucking yeah. emphasize that. It is white New York City it is capturing. But it is capturing
2: New York City. Miranda dates one black man near the end of the show. Wow. No, I. I Crap I it up for they, progress. It's a huge <laughs> problem. Apparently, behind the scenes, Sarah Jessica Parker and the main cast actually talked a lot about it. Like Mm -hmm. about like, we need more diversity in the show. So it wasn't like acutely unaware. I feel like the awareness of it, though, is the same awareness that girls had at the same time where they try to course correct and put, but at the end of the day, you know, they're white people making the show. So they're telling white people stories, you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, that's why it's so important for, you know, everyone to be able to have the chance to tell their own stories and be
1: represented. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. But but also just to, just to put Lexi on blast real quick. I, uh, I asked her if this was new, what New York city was like, because, and I referenced, I was like, are there really like fucking, Restaurants where everyone lays in a bed while you're eating and like and it's like this exclusive like week-long thing and only like the sex columnists and the people who can get it in go. And she's like, Yeah, that really happened. There was a nightclub called Beds. I went with my friends in high school.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my was like, god. What?
2: Beds is real? So like this show it does all these ridiculous takes mm-hmm. that I always kind of thought were like preposterous to be real new york city and then i was like it's real it is real it's yeah. all real and it opened crazy. my eyes of like <gasps> everything in the show is
1: real. <laughs> i i kind of it does feel very true i don't like the the talking heads of the men and their input oh, and i yeah. like that they yeah, took that, that goes, away. That goes yes. away yeah because it was like i didn't like their gross and i know it was supposed to be gross they're so gross but it just felt extra that and i didn't need it that it was so gross it was so gross. And
2: then, but then to juxtapose it to try to make Mr. Big like the only like nice guy. Oh, God, I hate like... that too. Yeah. But even though he's like supposed to be like a pseudo Donald Trump, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a GQ editor or something. Yeah. He's based off of some like GQ editor or something. So, but, dumb. Um, Oh, Lexi said in the chat, they used to film the show near her high school and they used her school gym for hair and makeup. Oh, that's cool. But so they never let them meet them. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Big, I I, I want to know your, your opinion about Mr. Big, about Chris Noth. All you know is these first two episodes and then you do hear him referenced Mm -hmm. in the next episode. I made you watch. What's your impressions
1: of Mr. Big? I, I think just the comparison to Donald Trump and knowing what we know about Donald Trump now, I feel like he's gross and I don't like him and I'm scared of him and I'm worried about his influence on the show. But I'm hoping that it's like he is a nice person and that we get to see that at some point. But he slept well, with a girl. her and she was in a relationship. And I think, I don't know, she mentioned oh, he was he married. Was married. <laughs> yeah, this that's great. fucked
2: up. The whole show is this will they, won't they with Mr. Big. He's the only, he's, he shows up in the most episodes besides our four main stars. Mm-hmm. He is there in and out and in and out and in and out. And he's never referred to anything but Mr. Big the entire show. Until the last episode, when you find out his name is John. Jesus Christ! Because it's from the perspective of the column, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, so it, it makes sense. It's a good conceit of the show. Yeah, but it's wild because they, sometimes he is the slimiest person in the world, and sometimes mm. he's supposed to be like he's got a heart of gold underneath that all that
0: thing. <sighs> God.
2: Uh, and the first movie is their marriage. It's their oh wow, that, that's what the first marriage is. That's yeah. pretty cool. Full circle. It actually, it kind, it kind of is. Like, I don't know if all of it is good. But I will say that some of it, the fact that that thought of people come in and out of your life that like, like this really happens to some people. I mean, it hasn't happened to me. It hasn't happened to you. But like, I do hear real stories about like, like Lexi was just telling me a story about how Ed Sheeran, who we know dated like tons of famous people Mm -hmm. and shit, like went sober, got his shit together and went and married his high school sweetheart.
1: Oh, that's nice. You know, people.
2: Yeah. People find each other again later in life. And, And when they. And when it's time for them to finally get together at the end of the show, they do paint him as way more of a sympathetic character. Like, he does a speech to Miranda, Charlotte, and Samantha while Carrie is away in Paris. Mm -hmm. And he goes to them and says, listen, I know she's in Paris. I know she's with that Russian guy. I know that. And I know I fucked up. I know I fucked up a lot. But I really love her. And you think there's any chance or any reason for me to go there? I will scour those streets and find her right now. But if she's happy... I'll leave her alone. You know, like a big yeah. romantic comedy, like good of course, good yes. light speech at the uh-huh. end. And then Miranda, even though all this shit, she says, go get our girl. And so that's the whole like end of the show. Going, Ah, right. OK. I can yeah, see so that. So he he is a turn. He takes a lot of turns. Yeah. But my favorite person that Carrie is with, you met and his name is Adrian.
1: That's your favorite person that she's deep. She dates. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of people and he's my favorite. Yeah. Does he come what back? What do you think of? Or Aiden. 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 Aiden okay, Aiden. Yeah, yeah. I, he pops in and out. I think he's fine. I don't know. I saw him for an episode. He was kind of boring, but and I got why That's she cheated why I like on him.
2: him. <laughs> wow. That's the most awful thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I was God. Like, I was like, I get it. That makes sense. <laughs> Mr. He's Big Probably
1: you know, Mr. Big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Mr. Big versus... No. This piece of shit. With
2: when they introduce Aiden, it's that whole Carrie is obviously the quintessential New York City slicking girl, right? She's yeah. like mi- a mile a minute, New York City minute. And Aiden is a country guy that ends up in the city. He makes furniture for a living. He yeah. owns a dog. No, I hate he him. talks in a, yeah, whatever. Like a very like mm-hmm. relatable Midwest accent. And that's like his whole thing.
1: He's just got but cuck like, vibes. You know what I mean? And I feel like it made a, he sense. made
2: furniture. He was cool. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he kind of is though. He's the nice guy. That's why yeah. he's like a real nice guy. Like, you know, there's like fake nice guys. Yes, in movies, yes, and yes, yes, yes. He's actually just a genuine guy. Like, you can tell by the way he's talking in that mm-hmm. episode to her. He's like comforting her, bringing out the best in her, not being mad at her for smoking, even though he doesn't want her to smoke, just being like nice about it.
1: Like, that is his M.O. Yeah, but. But, but you're that, right. That's probably why he gets cheated on. But, but that's not, he's not being cheated on because he's a nice guy, right? Like, being nice is... A, 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 not a personality trait it is it is just the baseline for humanity it is the baseline for someone you should date it is not That's a true. personality trait and he didn't seem I, to have anything other than being nice is why i'm like i fuck that guy i hate them. no he's got a dog <laughs> uh,
2: he makes chairs listen <laughs> here's the thing this is why i like Adam. yeah because in this whole show Everybody sucks, Marcus. Carly sucks. Miranda sucks, Fair Charlotte enough. sucks, Samantha sucks. You can go through all of their decision making and make a chart and they would all go negative in every single one of their interactions. Every in the show sucks so fucking much. Aiden doesn't. He's just a nice guy. And okay. you meet him again throughout the show, but like it's over. Like he yeah, goes and marries yeah. someone else and has a baby and that's like nice. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's wild, it's wild. Yeah. It's super super wild. You do know. Y- and you- I think I think I think I think it's, it's really interesting to watch it in the show because Carrie clearly falls in love with him. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I think she falls in love with him because he's a nice guy. Yeah. She doesn't fall in love with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Like she doesn't get him. She likes. He's so nice and quiet. Not who he is. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I also feel like well, a lot like of like people really... like to date nice, quiet people because they get to shine more too. And I think Carrie's yeah. a little bit like that. Oh, Carrie is a, is a,
2: cause is a is a bookcase narcissist <laughs> she is one of the if you if you go and look at like i remember i just read something about somebody did like a 20 a 20th anniversary like retrospective on the show uh-huh reassessed carrie as an unsympathetic protagonist despite her the show's portrayal of her as a popular figure her brightiness and self-absorption eclipsed her redeeming qualities, and even her awesome shoes. Like, she sucks. I agree. Everyone in the the world sucks. Yeah. And even if you keep going down, it it describes Miranda and Carrie were second-wave feminists who believed in egalitarianism, which I don't know what that is. Charlotte and Samantha were third-wave feminists focused on exploiting the power of femininity from opposing angles. Like And and then The Guardian entitled the show, that show was as white as it gets. (laughs) There's a lot of criticism of the show,
1: which is super warranted. The people in the show suck. After watching that second episode, I was like, the first episode I didn't like, but I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this next episode that, that you suggested. And yeah. that episode was pretty good. It, it was not bad. It's comic it a comic lock. And it, it was a good episode. And it's funny. I was like, the
2: banter's good. The friendship's I, interesting.
1: I could see myself watching the show more. Same. Like you would watch friends right on TV. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I watched the second episode of the series and I hated that so much. And also yeah. We have so many things now competing for our attention with TV shows and stuff like that. I mean, like, I'm sure you're in the same boat where there's so many challenges where you're like, I want to f- have finished that. And we probably didn't. I haven't finished ReZero.
2: I haven't finished Chucky. I haven't finished a leg laundry list of things that mm-hmm. I loved on this show and give glowing recommendations. to yeah. just because I'm trying to stay up to date on everything. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're halfway through Michelle's
1: season of The Bachelorette. That has to be watched, Marcus. I didn't watch that. I'm not watching that one. Is it good? It is good, yeah. One of these guys (laughs) is a fucking fucking sociopath. Every season! Every season, there's a guy who's this fucking crazy guy. And it gets me every time. Thomas was last year, and he's doing fine with Becca. I know, but this one's different. This guy, they caught him backstage talking
2: to a producer about how how there was no other competition there, and he was clearly the best. And that was right after he had a one-on date with Michelle explaining how he lost his mom to suicide it was like why it was like such a 360 like yeah you're the best person in the world you're a shit that's crazy only in the bachelorette
1: i will say this about chucky a plug for chucky is watch it because it's it there is very good it's very good it's only getting better it's only getting better
2: the only reason i haven't watched it is because i really want lexi to watch the show i really think she'd love it i agree I really think she'd like get a really good kick out of it. The romance storyline
1: is like picking up and it's really good. Oh, it's really good.
2: Please, Marcus, explain to Lexi why she
1: has to watch the show. To Lexi and everyone else out there who hasn't watched Chucky, it is, you don't need to know a lot about Chucky. You can go into it. I would suggest watching Cult of Chucky before going into it, but you don't have to. They do a good job of explaining everything. It's a modern story with modern problems. The, the 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 gay romance in it is one of the best written romances of this year in television it is wow. handled so well so maturely and is incredibly well acted so it's believable and i would not in a million years believe you if you told me i was going to get <laughs> that from a fucking chucky tv show it is so good is so good
2: awesome now back to the show a couple couple other things i um just I, I really love i really love i think one of the reasons the show really works is i think it really really leans into the fact that all four of our main girls are so different right yeah like like describe to me like what what your impressions are and what your takeaways are of our four main girls
1: samantha who are is, they? is the very confident one who I think maybe her confidence might be hiding some insecurities or maybe not. I hope it's not. I hope she's just confident and badass. And then I like her. I think she goes back and forth. Miranda is, uh, I don't know, a lawyer. I, I don't really know much about her other than she's a lawyer. And she's kind of like, she's very, yeah. um, what's the word? She's just Her personality uh, is also a lawyer.
2: I don't know. It's just like, yeah, she's just very like, you know, retentive, very like, She's, she's, she's just
1: kind of mean boring she's also having sex and doing stuff but it's boring when she does it yeah and then you have charlotte well, her, her whole thing is she just like hates everything she hates everything yeah she Hates everyone she hates bad she hates women she hates everything which is kind of annoying but like you need to like something and be a person a little bit and i'm i'm assuming they flesh her character out a little bit more
2: yeah, yeah okay i mean enough that cynthia nixon ran for governor you know no oh, cool she did yeah remember that no you don't remember that no I cynthia don't nixon that shit. oh yeah she That's ran cool. for governor was she is she republican she was, you know, no she's
1: democrat oh, okay cool
2: she was she was going from the left of the governor we just had oh uh, okay um, i don't want to name his name we get to monetize.
1: got it fair enough so the the next one is charlotte i like charlotte because she wants to get married <laughs> and i understand that plight <laughs> Oh, <laughs> of dating to be married. And do you're get, like, do I yeah. am dating. I I don't want f- I want fun, but I want it from this person. And I want to get married. Yeah. So I it is most that. of
2: her personality, but they, they pull a lot out of her. She, I think mm-hmm. I think she's just the best because she's just so like she's so buttoned up, but not because she's a prude or because she's like unfun or anything. She chooses to button all her buttons up because she likes it that way. Yeah. And it's actually, I think, a really nice perspective where it's like some people want to be reserved. They're not Mm -hmm. reserved like as a a flaw. Yeah. They just choose that because that's what they want to be. Yeah. She seems like the
1: most like relatable, regular one of all of them. Sure. And then Carrie is a narcissist for sure, like you said. (laughs) And I don't really like her. I think she's. I think she's intriguing in that she is a curious character. And so in her curiosity, we are also going on a journey as the viewer. Totally. But yep. I, other than that, I don't give a shit about her. Like, I don't care who she sleeps with. I I just am not invested at all. I don't care if she think, finds love. Yeah. I hope she does not almost because she seems like a shitty person. So like, why does she deserve
2: love? Yeah, I think, I think it's super interesting that she's our, um, our narrative device for the whole show because her whole thing is trying to figure it out but I think one of the reasons why the show does work is she's so deeply flawed I think there is a little bit of awareness that she's flawed she, not enough awareness to fix it or know mm-hmm. how to fix it or what to do about it but I don't think she's she is narcissistic but I don't think it's in a braggadocious kind of way where she's like me 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 everyone me. and she does narcissistic things and they make her fall in her face almost literally sometimes mm-hmm. And then she has to be like reflective of it. Now, does she always come away with those lessons? <laughs> no. no. Does she have uh, growth from the show? Totally.
1: That's good. She totally does from
2: the beginning to the end. Yeah. She totally has growth. She's totally a different person. You know. She totally grows. She learns. But I think I think the reason she's the focus is because she's so flawed. Yeah. And that is interesting to watch.
1: You know. I I don't want my protagonist in any media to be perfect in any way. Yeah. I want them to be flawed. I want them to make mistakes, but I also want them to learn from them.
2: Yeah, she does learn from some of them. You know, she doesn't learn from all of
1: them. (laughs) But she does have some
2: interesting, interesting things do happen to her throughout the show. I mean, her whole relationship with Aiden and then Berger and then there's this this Russian guy. Super interesting. And I think honestly, I bet I could do like a video essay about how each of her relationships is like a different like psycho neurotic tendency mm-hmm. inhabited by people in their th- you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like i it, like it, there's such a gambit the show covers from mm-hmm. a to z that it would be so easy to like explain why each of her relationships is one of the seven deadly sins or some shit
1: yeah okay i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. you know yeah you can yeah. there's a lot to talk like about mr big
2: or- would be pride fucking burger would be sloth oh, burger the, the one the post-it go the post i
1: do like that there it's it's true oh the in, russian
2: would be wrath he slaps her
1: it's true to oh my god it's true to dating in that sense that where it's like you're you end most people date a good amount of people especially in new york city like i you know i feel like maybe not in our friend group necessarily but like you do date you get out there you put yourself out there and you you try your best and there's a lot of people and so sometimes that makes it a little bit more difficult because there's constantly someone else who could take your place or you know who you could go on a date with instead Ooh, or something
2: aiden would be envy oh my god because he's envious of mr big oh and god. he like knows something's there and he's like doesn't think he's enough of a man oh
1: now i just gotta he figure got out. he got cheated agreed. on it's not his
2: fault before that it was before that too. Oh, okay he was like an envious person
1: Well, obviously, there was something to be envious of because he got
2: cheated on. I don't disagree, but I'm writing this video (laughs) essay. Guys, if you want to see me write a video essay about how all of Carrie's relationships are the seven deadly sins, give to our Patreon.
1: Yeah, I do. I do hate that in shows. And I didn't watch those episodes leading up to I just watched her telling talking about cheating. I do hate Mm -hmm. in shows when they're like, I don't know, they portray the person as crazy for thinking that something's going on and then it turns out there is something going on or something ends up happening and it's like oh now i feel bad for them to be fair
2: and i also hate cheating on shows i hate cheating so Mm -hmm. much more than almost anything and watching it that is kind of what it's like i i will remind you that there was that time when my girlfriend in college when i didn't like one of her friends and i thought (laughs) he wanted to be with her And you're right. And I hold you're on, right. hold on. And I and I okay, was okay. like I don't like him. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and she assured me I was crazy. And it got to the point where she like wanted to watch a movie with him one on one. I remember And this. I was like, you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that boyfriend, but I want to say no. I really want to say no. And she was like, "You can't say no. I can do anything. Everything's fine." And I was like, "I don't know. I just get a feeling." And then she's like, "Well, I do got to reveal to you. He did kiss me the other day and I'm just like, you fucking kidding me. I knew it.
1: Yeah. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. Uh, yeah.
2: Spoiler alert. She's married to him. Yep. So I was so correct. You were so correct.
1: But hey, the same thing happened to Carrie Bradshaw. I'm Carrie. <laughs> you care? Wait. No. no, I'm Aiden. <laughs> you're aided. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. Well,
2: it's you're okay. happy. Which is good. I live and I live. And that's all that matters. I think that Kiosu was the... Honestly, in hindsight, I bet she did cheat on me. So <laughs> uh, She slept with a lot of my friends. It that seemed too easy. You know? That also
1: happened... did She slept with in Sex all in the City? our
2: mutual friends. Yeah. All our mutual friends she slept with. Not me. That's why we have podcasts together. <laughs> not, yeah, and guys, it was, she did not Marcus did not sleep with her. And that's why he's stuck around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Let's go. You don't got to do a lot to get in my circle. Yeah. <laughs> actually wasn't nick's best friend until that happened and then he was like you know what by default you win
2: uh the, marcus there's nobody left uh it's just you
0: uh
2: we can laugh now because it's sad uh I, I, yeah marcus uh that's that's the show i think you know i think it is a product of its time but i think it's it one of those things that you watch like a like a bottle caps like cap- time capsule time capsule. Of the time, and I think there's still a lot of merit and funny and interesting things to happen, especially once you get past those first episodes, that first season, the the tone almost completely shifts to where Mm -hmm. that third season was by the time you're going. And then I honestly think the first Sex and the City movie, by the time they all get said and done, is a good time. The second one sucks. The second one's awful. Okay. The first one's really fun. I will pitch you on it. Okay. Basically, the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. is their wedding. It's Carrie and Mr. Big's wedding, okay. right? They get an apartment. Carrie finally gives up her apartment. It's like this whole montage of watching all her fashion from all the shows. Yeah. Fun fact, Carrie didn't repeat, repeat any outfits the entire show until one fur jacket from the first and last episode. Oh, wow. That's, a fun fact That's for pretty you. cool. Uh, expensive budget is what I had. That to say is expensive. That. But it's their wedding. And Mr. Big gets nervous because it was supposed to be a small ceremony, but because Carrie's kind of famous because she writes the column, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, like, Versace makes her dress. Oh, wow. And, like, it's in the New York Times. And it ends up being the event of the summer. That's pretty and cool. it's too big. And Mr. Big's freaking out. So before, when he rides up to the wedding, he's so freaked out. he's literally has, like, anxiety. He, like, needs to talk to her one last time to, like, be able to get in there. Yeah. But she's so busy with all the stuff, she can't pick up her phone. And then there's one moment when he's looking, and she, he sees her coming in, and he's like, just look at me. I just need you to look at me. I just need to look at me. And she's so caught up with everything, she doesn't even see him. Wow. So he leaves. He abandons the wedding. Holy so shit. So then all four girls take Carrie's honeymoon, and they go on her honeymoon, and that's the movie. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Fun. That sounds really fun. fun. It is fun. That sounds fun. And it was the first, I think it was the first rated R movie where they showed a penis.
1: Oh, wow. Cause before
2: that it was NC 17 and the show in the movie was like, um, no, you can show a vagina. We can show a penis. Yep. Get off it. This is a rated R movie. We see a penis. That's fair. This is about I women, Maybe like that. That's pretty good. I thought it was pretty cool. That's pretty that was
1: pretty cool. cool. Marcus, anything else you'd like to talk about about the show? I think that's it. I, I feel like the show is sort of like, it's problematic, but like you said, it is, it is a time capsule. And we've had shows that are problematic in the same way that have come out a decade later, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, yes.
2: Now. Shows come out now. Yes,
1: just coming out now. Problematic in the same exact way. Girls is way more problematic. problematic Girls is way more problematic.
2: And that's a really new show.
1: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, no, it's it's problematic, but it is interesting to kind of look back in and be like, wow, this is what it was like at the time. And I totally respect how progressive it was at the time. I could totally see that. Marcus, did you like the show? Did I like the show? I, I, (sighs) ooh. I did not like the show. Sure. But I could appreciate the show. Season Honestly, three, great. episode 12, I think you had me watch. I could mm-hmm. see that made me realize like, oh, this is a show. I could see I could see myself watching this if I had to watch it and not being mad about it. And that's all. I, that's really all I could say. Marcus, would you recommend the show? I would recommend the show. I think I would. I think that if you are someone who's just curious to see what New York City was like in the 90s and early 2000s, it's fun. I think if you want to sort of like insight into what it's like to maybe date as an adult, I think there's some of that that's in there that still holds up today. So, yeah, I'd recommend it to some people. Not everybody. Great. Some people. That's honestly, we're doing great. Uh, Marcus, are you going to continue watching the show? Hell no. Hell (laughs) no. Not going to watch the show anymore. I am done. I am retired. I did the task. I've been having anxiety about it since we started the podcast. And now it is over. And I'm done. I did it. I made it Well,
2: Marcus, unfortunately for you, the reboot is happening really soon. So we'll see how that works. But
1: the reboot, I think, honestly, based on the show... I have faith that the reboot's going to be like woke and progressive and good, and like yeah. it won't have the same issues that I have with this show. Agreed. I, I, I'm really excited for
2: the reboot. Like yeah. I said, that the move, first movie when it came out, I, it was actually a great movie. I really mm-hmm. liked it. The second movie was dumb. They went to India for no reason. They were not respectful of the culture, so I'm not sure why it was there. Yep. But the show, unfortunately, Kim Cattrall is not coming back.
1: I heard Samantha about did that. Now
2: want to come they hated her apparently or apparently they hated her and she hated them like apparently it wasn't it was a, all
1: sunshine and roses and they loved each mm-hmm. other you know so yeah interesting yeah i i like samantha the best of the episodes i've watched sure samantha and charlotte were my favorite ones which is,
2: which is funny because samantha only had like little like B storylines and everything you watch she never watched any of her meat and potatoes but she like was confident and her. intelligent and she's smart they never downplay her intelligence. She's always smart. I and love she, that.
1: And she like, knew what she wanted in a way that I feel like maybe the show was kind of shitting on her a little bit too much. But I think sure. that she was the, the most modern of the women. I agree with that. I agree with that statement. All right,
2: Marcus. Unfortunately, we do not know what we're doing next time because next time is Thanksgiving.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We are obviously not going to record on Thanksgiving and we nope. will be back the 2nd of December. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash this cast. And we are currently looking at a poll on Patreon. Something is winning at this moment. Hopefully, in these two days, it loses. So we do not have What's to that. What's winning right that. now? A recipe for seduction.
1: Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> you want that to win? <laughs> I want to win. Let's okay. go. I don't There's know. There's such if good I voted things yet. on here. Why? Guys. Go online and vote. There's a great selection of things. There's a book from the, oh the Discworld anthology whatever. Let me, let me let me go
2: through this. Let me go through okay, this. Go Young through Justice. Young Young Justice, wildly amazing. Cowboy Bebop, critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Orphan Bl- Orphan Black, revolutionary. Uh-huh. Return of the Living Dead 3, iconic. Yep. Small Gods by Terry Pratchett, universally revered. Yep. And then we have a Hallmark movie
1: about Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Guys, let's get this i want to make sure recipe for seduction wins we need to solidify our victory on the patreon so let's fucking make sure we get on there join the patreon donate a
2: dollar and vote patreon.com slash now try this cast peace please save me and if you guys have other thoughts on the show you can tweet at us and get at us, get at us everywhere at now try this cast patreon.com slash now try this cast for that patreon you can leave us five if sorry retunes on iTunes and that is all of the things
1: woohoo guys thank you so much for joining us we love you good night sweet dreams and go out there and try some things Bye. good night I'm glad Kim Cattrall's not coming back. She seems better than the show. What is she doing? She just seems happy. She doesn't need to be doing anything. I mean, they're all... None of the Sarah Jessica Parker be. seems like a piece of shit, and I don't know her at all, but... She might she be She seems like a piece of shit. She very well might be.